One of the things I wanted to talk about tonight, have you ever seen something advertised on TV and you thought there's no way it could fulfill that promise? Right? The infomercials as seen on TV sorts of things. I want us to, to go, go to that first slide. The first, this is a, of the bowl light, and it promises you'll never miss the toilet again. Now, that's a big promise. I don't know if that could, if someone could live up to that. How, how many of you would, would buy this? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Use it, yeah? Love it. Love it. We have some who are all in on this. Fantastic. How about the next one? Easy feet. No more bending to clean your feet. How great is that? Doesn't this just look like it would tickle? Like, I don't know. That just, that looks like it may not be such a great thing to be. All right, how about, uh, how about this guy here? Anybody know this guy? The ShamWow guy. Remember this guy? This probably, it could clean anything. If there was a mess in any way, the ShamWow could fix it. It was one of the biggest promises. This next one uh, is maybe one of, uh, one of my favorites. Red Bull. How many of you have had Red Bull in your life? How many of you have grown wings? After you've had Red Bull, right? Red Bull gives you wings. Maybe my favorite one. <laughs> it's a letdown a little bit sometimes. Obviously, we know that this is a, a bit in jest, but sometimes those promises that are made are just are, are too big to ever be fulfilled, right? A lot of things in this world, particularly if there's a commercial or an advertisement for it, It'll overpromise and it'll underdeliver. Right? Even those things that we're really excited about. There are a few things that I have bought off of the as seen on TV or uh, now it's social media, right? The Facebook ads, the TikTok ads, things like that. There are a few that I bought and they're really great for like the first four days that I have them and then they sit in a drawer or a closet forever. Right? A lot of times these things make more promises they can have. They don't live up to the hype. And in this season of Advent, this season that we're in of preparing for Christ to come at Christmas, we talk a lot about promises. We read stories of God making promises that seemed too good to be true to all kinds of different people throughout Scripture. And so before we get to our reading tonight, I want to give a little background. There are these two people named Zechariah and Elizabeth. They are deeply faithful people. They do everything they can to live according to the ways that God has called them. Deeply faithful and trusting people. They come from a long line of deeply faithful people. But one of the things that are troubling to Zechariah and Elizabeth is that they don't have any children. And so that long line of faithful people is looking like it may end with them. The Gospel of Luke tells us that they were getting on in years, which is such a kind way to say that, right? They were getting a little older. And then one night there's an angel that comes to Zechariah and says, Do not be afraid. For your prayer has been answered. 
Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son and you will name him John. You will have joy and gladness. Many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. Now, if you were like Zechariah, waiting and longing for that to come true, and then the angel Gabriel comes down and says this promise, exactly what you had hoped for, a promise that might seem too good to be true. Right? Like God may be over-promising to Zechariah. And in the next passage after this, the same angel appears to Mary and says, Do not be afraid. You will conceive in your womb and you will bear a son and you will name him Jesus. And likewise, Mary can't believe it either. As soon as the Lord departs from her, she knows who she needs to talk to. It's her own kind of mentor of sorts. Right? So this is where we pick up for our reading for today. So if we can go to the next slide. Our reading is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1. And this is the meeting of Mary and Elizabeth. Mary experiences this meeting, this encounter with the angel who tells her this news that seems too good to be true. And she runs to Elizabeth's house. So it says, In those days Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her. By the Lord. It's a meeting that seems too good to be true. It's a meeting between these two women, but it's so much more than that. It's this meeting in which ancient promises are being fulfilled. That God chooses Mary and Elizabeth, two ordinary women of great faith, to be mothers to Jesus and John. And as soon as they receive this promise, their lives are transformed. Earlier in Luke's Gospel, Elizabeth expresses her gratitude for God's blessing by acknowledging how God favored her and took away the shame that she had felt for not having children yet. And likewise, Elizabeth also encouraged Mary during this visit with that last Verse, so we read there, right? Blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken by the Lord. Elizabeth tells Mary, the Lord has blessed you because you have believed that God keeps promises. This is one of the things that we focus on during the Advent season. This waiting and this hope for a promise that is fulfilled by God. This yearning and prayer that we hold within our hearts. And God deeply understands our longing for a promise that doesn't underdeliver. We're overpromised a lot of things in this world, but we are never overpromised anything by God. Because God fulfills every 
single promise. We're given reminders of that, sometimes by other people, sometimes by strangers we encounter throughout our day, but we have these encounters where we remember that God is always with us and that God always hears us. So as we move through that season of Advent, we're going to have opportunities to write down those things that we hope and pray for, name those things that are on our hearts that we are hoping for in this season. So that's what those paper candles are for. And so in just a couple minutes, what we're going to do is we are, I'm going to invite you to write down something that you hope and pray for. Something that's been on your heart or on your mind in this Advent season. Something that you're longing for or praying for. And then during our offering time, I'll invite Russ to to play some music and I'll invite you to come forward and place it in this offering bowl right in front of the baptismal font down here. It's a way of offering our hopes and our prayers in this season to God. And what we're going to do is after worship tonight, when we're on our way, whether to small groups or whether we're going home for the night, that bowl is going to be moved outside. And as you're on your way out tonight, I'll invite you to take a hope or a prayer from that bowl. Now, you don't have to put names on it, so you won't necessarily know whose hope or prayer that you got, but it's a way in this season that we can hold each other's hopes and prayers with and for one another, that we can pray for one another and hold that hope together. Because it's this powerful way that it reminds us that even when we are longing for things that we don't know if they'll come, longing for that promise that is true, it's powerful to have people wait with us and to have that reminder that people are praying and waiting with us in this season. And so I'll invite you, if there's a pencil in, uh, in the pews in front of you, I'll invite you to, to take that out and write down something that you uh, hope for or pray for in this season. If you need a, a candle, I'll, you can raise your hand. I'll walk around with them and, and let you know. Uh, and give you one. So, uh, But if you do have one, feel free to write down a hope and a prayer. And then whenever you feel like it, we'll have Russ play some music for a, a little bit. Whenever you feel like it, come up and place it in 